At the top of the last episode, I talked about why it's so important for our U.S. listeners to vote in this year's midterm elections on November 6th, and I told you about three contests that the Penumbra is holding to get you excited about it. Contest 1, the Register to Vote contest, is still open for submissions, and I hope you'll enter if you haven't already, and register to vote. To enter Contest 1, all you have to do is register to vote in your state and email a picture of your filled-out voter registration card, screenshot from IWillVote.com, or any other proof that you're registered to vote at thepenumbrapodcast.com. We will randomly select three winners to receive a personalized, in-character audio recording from Noah Symes, Kate Jones, Sophie Kaner, Kevin Vibert, or me. So please make sure to include your choice as part of the entry. Today we're adding a second contest, the Plan to Vote contest. To enter the second contest, email vote at thepenumbrapodcast.com with your plan to vote. Tell us what time you plan on voting, where your polling location is, and who, if anybody, you plan on bringing to the polls with you. We're going to randomly select three winners to receive a piece of mail from your choice of one of the five of us, so please make sure to include your mailing address and your choice as part of your contest entry. Both contests will remain open until the end of the day on November 8th, but if you haven't already registered to vote, please make sure that you check the deadlines in your state right away, as many have already passed. The easiest way to check the deadline and register online is by going to IWillVote.com. Make sure you tune in again on November 3rd. It's not an episode release day, but we will be announcing the details for Contest 3 right here on the podcast feed. Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies ahead, so if you'll allow me just a moment. We are now passing through Newtown. Our next stop, Juno Steel and the Man of the Future. An important conversation. But you've had those before, Ramses. And you have the most important advantage. You're right. Hey, you give me back my Mr. Steel right now, you nasty old robot, or I swear I'm gonna fill you with so many viruses. Rita! The door is locked, Juno. She'll be perfectly unharmed. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
My goal is not to hurt either of you, and whatever you think of me now, I hope you still know that good is what I'm after. I couldn't possibly lie about that. Not to you. And it was always my plan, my honest intention, for you and I to work together in making. That's good. If you hadn't run off like that, I would have explained. You would understand. Are you just going to stand there and stare at me, Juno? Say something! I can't take any credit for how well my silence was riling O'Flaherty up, because... Honestly, I was shouting the same thing at myself. Say something, Steel. Say anything. I had plenty to say. The whole way here, dragged by a huge spider-legged enforcer bot that called itself the Thea Peace, I dredged up a few thousand things I wanted to throw in Ramsey's O'Flaherty slash Jaxacano's face. And now, standing in front of him... I couldn't get a single one of them to come out. My name's Juno Steele. I'm 39 years old, and I don't know how the hell that happened, because I still feel like a scared little kid who needs his heroes to keep sane in a galaxy that doesn't give a damn. And that's why I couldn't speak. Ramsey's O'Flaherty was still my hero, and at the same time I wanted him to drop dead, and the two incompatible thoughts were crowding out my one small brain, and I just couldn't move. But I'd spent months by then doing things I just couldn't do, and the secret was this. You just do them anyway. You know? So. Newtown, huh? <laughs> you make that dramatic an entrance, and you want to criticize me. My branding. <laughs> oh, it is good to hear that wit again, Juno. It's good to see you well. What's going on here, Ramses? Going on. You and I are just talking. A reunion. I've found my partner in Goodigan and Juno. I can't tell you how much of a relief it is. I can't tell you how worried. You know what I, I mean. Newtown, those giant Thea things outside, the closed borders, you all of it. What in the hell is going on? We'll get to that, I promise you. I have a lot to catch you up on. But first, let an old man be sentimental, won't you? Because there's um, something I have to tell you about our, well, our acquaintance, how I've found you. Well, um, although it is a fact that... Uh, I can count on Jack. What? I know, Ramses. I know a lot of things now, and I suspect even more. For example, I know who you really are, and I suspect that's why you hired me in the first place. Must have been spooky, setting up a big real estate con like that and then finding out the thorn in your side is the kid you screwed over 30 years ago. Must have been real spooky. You... No. Of course. You figured it out. Nobody else has, but if it was going to be anyone, it, it would be you, 
Wouldn't it? Don't think that's why I came here to talk to you. Uh, that's why you left. I can't possibly tell you how sorry I am, Juno. Everything that happened to your mother... Listen to me. You have to understand that I had it all planned out. Her deterioration, Benzite, neither of them was supposed to happen. I didn't want to steal from her. I just wanted to help the company, the people who worked there. And I was always going to send her the profits from Andromeda. Every cred, but she never accepted a single payment. I said listen. This is not about us. You messed up. Bad. And I'm never going to forgive you for it, no matter what you say, so don't bother. I'm not here to talk to Jack. I'm here to talk to Mayor O'Flaherty about what he built, so drop it. Now. Fine, then. We'll just talk business. I realized I needed a drink worse than I had in decades. My throat was begging for the cold knife of it, the burning embers it left behind, and... I knew Ramsey's probably had one of my favorites in those desk drawers. A bottle of Crater Moonshine, maybe Europa Black. But I wouldn't ask for it. I knew and feared and respected Ramsey's O'Flaherty, and I knew it was going to take every neuron I had to keep up with him. We weren't shooting or brawling. We were talking. That meant I was fighting in his element. You're a citizen of this city. I'm your mayor. If you have complaints, say them. You shouldn't have built all this. You shouldn't have destroyed Old Town. Why? Because you kicked people out of their homes. And gave them all new ones. Homes that don't leak. Homes that run on government electricity. Electricity which costs a fraction of what they paid the monopolies in the rest of the city. Homes with security. Security? It's a police state out there, Ramses. It isn't. It is. I had my head out of the sewer for two seconds before Athea stuck a cannon up my goddamn nose. Because I knew you were coming to me through the sewers. A fact that the Thea orders told you directly. There are not guards on every street corner, only where I knew you would need an escort. An escort. And besides, it was not a cannon. It was a stun blaster. Large, so that it cannot be concealed, but less forceful even than the stun lasers on your own gun. Like I believe that. You don't have to. I can show you, in hard numbers, the force of those bots' firepower. The vault scanners we'll use to do it were confiscated from the police office we closed. Terribly corrupt. The very office responsible for the multiple robberies perpetrated upon your childhood home, which led Sarah to... Stop it. I mean it. I'm not here to talk about her, or you, or us. I'm here to talk about my city. Our city. You can't just buy a town. Oh, go ahead. What complaints do you have with Newtown? All ten minutes you've seen of it. (sighs) You're on quite the roll, Juno, but may I interject a question into this litany of complaints? Fine. What is wrong with Newtown? I asked, what is wrong with Newtown? I heard you. Let's grant, for a moment, 
your assertion that I should not have evicted people from old, broken-down, dangerous buildings. That I should not have wiped the slate clean in Old Town, the sector of this city with the most armed crime, the most murder, the most fatal drug use, the lowest graduation rates, the most egregious police corruption, the least access to clean water and healthy food. Though I find the assertion absurd, let's grant that I should not have done that. What now? What do you mean, what now? Shouldn't have is useful for determining long-term policy and strategy. If you and I decide that my actions were at fault, I will write into action a slate of laws that ensure they never happen again. But no matter how many laws I write, Juno, none of them will reassemble Old Town from its ashes. Old Town is gone. So what would you have me do now? What would you have me do now? You and I decide... I know when I'm being taken for a ride, O'Flaherty. I said I wanted you as my partner in good, Juno. Discussions like this were always my final step. I trust your ability and your moral compass more than any other person, including myself. (laughs) Funny way of showing it. If you trusted me more than you, Ramses, the puppet and the puppet master would have been switched. You're talking about the Thea Spectrum. You're damn right I'm talking about the Thea Spectrum. You picked me up and tossed me around like a doll, O'Flaherty. You used me. You used me to kill Pilot. You did not kill Pilot. And your piranha face goon. The Thea controlled you to avoid exactly that end, you know, but you insisted. And who cares what else? I don't give a damn about your excuses, O'Flaherty, because the fact is, you reached down and plucked my mind and muscles like a goddamn harp. You used me. You used me just like you used me when I was a kid. Just like you used my mother. Your mother. Sarah Steele, you used her. Well, then... You know, is this conversation personal, or isn't it? You goddamn... Fine. It's not about us. I'll drop it. But your point is still bunk, Ramses. If you trust my moral compass better than yours, why the hell aren't you listening to me? Because you've yet to make a single coherent statement for me to listen to, Juno. Not one. I return again to my question. Old Town is gone. So, what is the good thing to do now? Give them new homes? I've done that, and better ones. Treat them well, give them freedom to build the lives they wish, reimburse them for their pains, all these things done, and many of them out of my own pocket so that the city still has plenty left for everyone else. What would you have me do now? Let them all go. They aren't free. You have them locked up in here. They will be let go in 48 hours when it's safe to Safe? Go. So you're saying it's dangerous. You're putting them in danger. If you wish to know what's happening in Newtown, do not interrupt me. It isn't dangerous for the residents here. They are safe. But you can't just drop a new neighborhood, a new way of life, 
into a pre-existing city and expect the transition to be flawless. We allow individuals across the border first. Anyone may leave, but only Newtown residents and select guests can enter until the city adjusts to our idea. What idea? You keep saying that, but what... The idea that a place can solve the big problems for us. The myth for too long has been that if we all just behave ourselves, paradise can be ours. But our surroundings have never allowed that. Now they do. In Newtown, there is no more crime, no more suffering. These things only happen when people want what they can't have, and that does not happen here. The city itself solves it. That's... Come on, Ramses, that can't be true. You see, even you are reluctant to believe it. What's the rest of the city going to do to Newtown if we don't acclimate them first? I don't know, Ramses, but it's hell out there. People are scared, really scared. Well, what should I do about it? And the sewers, the rabbits, really? You had to kill them? We tried letting the rabbits up here. It didn't work. They just can't understand yet. <clears throat> it's uh, horrible. I asked for them to be relocated, but with our remaining resources, so much had been put into Newtown itself and projecting costs to the rest of the city. It's awful, Ramses. I know. But the human good is so massive, Juno. What would you have me do? Just fix it. Fix it. And what would that entail? I don't know. That's not my job. You're right. It's mine. And yet you seem intent on not listening. Give up the job. All right? That's what I want you to do. You've only made people miserable with it, so step down and let somebody else pick this place up. Like who? Is there anyone you trust with that, Juno? Is there even anyone you trust to choose someone like that? You know, O'Flaherty, you keep saying that you trust my opinions, then tossing them out when I give them. If you're going to drag me in here to advise you, I don't know why the hell you're treating me like a goddamn misbehaving kid. Because I'm disappointed, Juno. You ask for everything and you don't care if you contradict yourself and you don't care if what you're asking for is possible. You are acting like a child. No. Worse than that. When you were a child, you understood that a small, harmful act was acceptable if it led to greater good in the future. You understood that lying to your mother meant saving your brother, meant saving every job at North Star. Do you think they'd still have jobs if Sarah... Saving my brother? My mom, they're dead, Ramses, and it all started that day. Because she wouldn't just take the damned money! It all would have been fine if she just took the money I gave her! Instead, she obsessed over what I should not have done for years until it turned to rot inside her. Until she killed her son, 
And all the while, the opportunity for a better life was begging to be taken. Don't make the same mistake, Juno. Please. I'm not Sarah Steele. You are certainly not. I make my own mistakes. If you think they look like hers, that's on you. But I'm a different person in a different time with a different life talking to a person she never met named Ramses O'Flaherty. And I'll admit it, I don't know what's wrong with this city, but I don't know what's right with it either, because here's the thing, Ramses. I can't talk about what's going on in Newtown because you haven't said a goddamn thing about it. If I told you now, you'd accept every detail you liked and accuse me of lying for the rest. That's what happens when you go in with your conclusion already determined. You're dodging the question, what is Newtown, Ramses? This is a waste of my time. It's not a hard question. No crime, no want, no suffering. How are you doing it? If you want to know so badly, then go out there and find out. Yes. Yes, I think that may be the answer after all. What is? I concede to your point, you know. You're right. It was unfair of me to engage you in a debate on a topic you knew nothing about. I cannot create good merely because I want it. It must exist without me. And Newtown is built to do just that. I am certain of it. Um, This is what we'll do with the time we have. I'm listening. You assert that Newtown hurts people, that there's something nefarious at work here. I assert that everyone in Newtown is happy, healthy, safe. Therefore, I will give you 24 hours to roam Newtown to your heart's content. And if you find a single person suffering within these walls, even one person... I will call an end to this. I will resign as mayor of Hyperion City. I will donate everything I have left to whatever causes you choose. 24 hours isn't a very long time. I know. Believe me, Juno, I know. But Newtown opens in 48 hours, and there are processes... I must follow in order to close it. You could delay it. And keep all those people at the gates without their families for how long? Another day? Week? Decade? It is agony to hurt them even this long. No, I cannot delay it. You talk a big game about giving me a fair shot, Ramses, but when I tell you what one looks like, you got a lot of excuses. You want what I can't give. It's no more complicated than that. (sighs) What do you want? What can I give you to help this investigation, Juno? A direction? Suggestions? Sorry. Nope. Don't take leads from the enemy. You are the only one of us who sees it that way. Yeah, well... You have a census or anything like that? Listen names, addresses, comms coordinates? I do. I'll send it to your comms immediately. 
Is there anything else? Not yet. But I'll keep in touch. The hell? Your associate, I believe. I tried calling her several minutes ago, but by now I'd imagine she has my Thea wrapped around her little finger. The door is open. Ha! Mr. Steele, I saved you! Rita's here! And she ain't leaving until we get I'm what done. We... Come on, Rita. Let's get the hell out of here. You! Don't you ever bother Mr. Steele again, you... You! Try not to break my town, will you? I expected Ramses to excise or conveniently forget the name I was looking for on that census, but there he was. Name, address, everything. I didn't want to call his comms ahead of time because I didn't want anyone to know where we were heading. On the way there, I tried to keep track of what parts of Old Town we were passing through, but with no recognizable landmarks, it was pointless. This was a new city on old land. The place was on the 14th floor of a new sky rise. We passed a crowd of people leaving the building as we entered. Not a single stitch of fear or hunger in their faces. They seemed... content. I felt sick watching them, and it just got worse when I felt how clean and clear the air was, and when I realized I hadn't heard a single shout or threat or slur since we got here. Sick like Ramsey's might have been right, sick like I was standing in the way of his progress. I tried to slow down. Desperation was just going to make me jump to conclusions. If Ramsey's wanted a fight, I had to be better than this. This is the address, boss. It seems like it. Do you think everything's okay? Not sure yet. Uh, just a second. I'm coming. I'm. Whoa. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it sounds like everything's as okay as it ever gets with Mercury. Just a minute. I just gotta clean up, I guess. Yep. Typical. Ow. Listen. Come on. We don't know what kind of trouble Ow. Mick's in, alright? Even if he's acting weird. We can't ask why. We, we don't know who might be listening, and it could just put him in more danger, all right? Yeah, yeah, I know, boss. I've been with you on a few cases now. I get it. I get the picture. The picture is mine. There. I own the picture. That's more. So ask already, will you? Okay. Sorry, sorry. I was just, uh, doing some jazz redecorating, and I... JJ! Ugh. Mercury? Oh, man, it's you! I can't believe it's really... So what kind of trouble you in, Mr. Mercury? Are you being watched? Listen to... Smell that? What? Rita... How many bad guys you got hidden in there, huh? How many? Four or five in the closet? Sixteen all balled up under the sink? Spill, Mercury! Or don't, please. Is this what this is all about, you guys? You think I'm in trouble or something? (sighs) To be fair, Mercury, you're usually in trouble. Well, yeah, I used to be. But not anymore. And you usually say... I know what I usually say, but not anymore to that, too, alright? This is real, Jay. This is the real deal. What is? Newtown, buddy. It's amazing here. I'm back on my feet in a big way, and I got a great apartment and a bunch of friends, and my life hasn't been in serious danger since the last time I saw you, which, you know, is maybe cause for alarm for me right now, but I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. Bygones? And I'm getting cultured, Jay. I've got culture like they write about. I'm so full of culture that if you squeeze my stomach, fine wine would spray- You know, maybe don't finish that thought, because I feel like it's just going to hurt your point, actually. Then here, look. I'll prove it to you. 
Would either of you ladies like some tea? Not really. Yes, yes, we both want tea, just so bad. But boss, you don't even like Maybe tea. not, but I have to see him try to make some. I just, it's been a rough couple of days, I need this. That's kind of mean, Mr. Snow. All right, that's two teas for Club Whispers over here. Now, why don't you two come inside and have a seat on my furniture? <laughs> He's got a nice place, Mr. Steele. Sliding door out onto the balcony, soft sofas. It even smells nice, like... Like... Well, not like Mr. Mercury is, I guess what I'm saying. Yep. Real nice. So the question is, who the hell Ramses must be screwing over in order to afford to keep up such expensive apartments for everyone? Huh? They ain't expensive, boss. Probably cost less than yours, and yours is a real dump. Which don't make any sense, because, you know, as your financial advisor, I've been meaning to tell you to start spending some of the money coming in, because it ain't like you use Not expensive? How? Oh, um, I mean, they're all mass-produced, Mrs. Seal, like an assembly line. Except if all the parts of the assembly line were bots with that same creepy lady's voice. You mean this place was built by Thea's? The ones with cannons for arms? Nah, but they know how to. The ones I hacked into so far know how to do everything, Mr. Steele, or at least everything any of the other ones know how to do. It's weird, because they ain't got no security. It's like they all got copies of the same one mind, you see, except it ain't a real mind, not an AI or nothing. Just a pretty simple cause-and-effect pipeline that knows how to put the solutions to formulas into new formulas. But it ain't like it can learn to make new formulas from scratch. Oh! Maybe that's something kind of weird and interesting! Uh, yeah, I think so. <sighs> if only I knew what the hell it meant with some tea for his house guests. And he only burned himself twice. Ah, uh, maybe, Mr. Mercury, but that burn on your neck looks pretty bad. Burned his neck. <laughs> hey, I'm still getting used to this place, all right? Never had a toaster oven before. Anyway, anyway, enough about me. Sit down, come on, make yourselves comfortable. You like couches? Because that couch over there is made from 100% couch. Sure, we'll, we'll sit, Mick, but you're actually who we're here to talk about, you and Newtown. Me and... Oh, what? Did I already do something wrong? Oh, I knew I shouldn't have switched those two chairs when I moved in. They said this place was going to be fit to my specifications exactly, and then I came in and I saw the chairs and I went, hey, maybe they'll look better this way. And then they didn't! And now they're going to kick me out of Newtown, aren't they? No, Mr. Mercury, we ain't going to kick you out, and we can help you move the chairs back if you really want. <laughs> I already did. So... Hang on a second. This is exactly what we're looking for. It is? Yeah, it is. I, I knew there would be a catch. So, Mick, you're saying that Newtown has these weird, inscrutable rules, right? And if you don't follow them, they kick you out? Well, no, I didn't... Ha! So much for a brand new world order of flarity. That's got fascist renaissance written all over it. Hey, Jay, listen. Fascist renaissance. Fascist renaissance. Torture devices. Executions. That must be what the carnival in the town square is all about. They open up the doors, then public executions to show Hyperion he means business. Jay, quit it. There aren't torture devices or whatever in the square, okay? I helped build some of those. It's just candy stands and hologram light shows and, I don't know, just fun stuff. That really does sound like fun stuff, Mr. Steele. But you were so worried about getting kicked out of Newtown. That must mean, you know, that you're scared here, right? No way, man. This place is just great and I don't want to lose it. I've been waiting for the catch for a while now, but I can't find it. This place is catch-free. You mean besides the whole completely sealed off from the rest of society thing? Well, they gotta do that for now, don't they? I mean, it's competitive housing for now, sure, but once they open this up and start expanding it, I mean, everybody gets a place like this. And it's huge, Jay, and built just for us. People who can't do heights get the first so floor. So where's the and, liquor? And, 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 and... Uh, Mr. Mercury? Uh, what? You want to stay awake for like two seconds, Mercury? This is serious. The booze. 
If you got a place based on what you're interested in. I just, uh, I haven't felt like drinking lately, I guess. You? Really? That's not such a bad thing, boss. Healthy, actually. What about your hover cycle? I didn't see it coming in. Who needs it? The bus is here. I didn't ask about need, Mick. Mr. Steele? You love that bike, Mick. Where is it? It was busted. Dangerous. Like... Dangerous like what, Mick? I mean... Mr. Mercury, are you okay? Yeah, I just feel a little out of sorts. A headache or something. I'm gonna get some more tea. That's supposed to help you feel better, right? You just... Drink so much tea, you feel like you're gonna barf? Think that one through, then you tell me. Yeah, maybe I'll think about it after I drink it. Gonna take something for this headache. Feel better, Mr. Mercury? Mr. Steele, how come you're being so mean to your second best friend? Because he's a chump, Rita. I always knew he was a chump, but it's still disappointing to find out just how true that is. Oh, come on, boss. You, oh, come on. (sighs) Sorry, I'm just... disappointed. I really thought that he'd have the answer, or at least that Ramses wouldn't sucker him too, like he did me. Aw, boss. Either way, I don't think Mercury's going to help us with this one, and we only have twenty-one hours left. We got to keep moving. But first. But first, nothing. All of old town. Hell, all, probably all of Hyperion's on the line, and you want to butt first about my loser friend? No, hell no. Yeah, wow, that sounded pretty bad, huh? Mm-hmm. I should probably just... apologize. Fine, but then we go. Okay, Mr. Steele. Hey, Mick. Reed and I gotta go in a second, but I just wanted to say I'm... sorry. Uh, Mick? Where'd you go? Maybe he's in the bathroom or something? There aren't any other doors back here, just an open window. What the- What the what? Rita Duck! Yeah! Mr. Steele, what was that? That was Mick? Rita, get over here, quickly. Oh, okay. What the- Hey, my couch is upside down. Are you guys having a party in here without me? Hands up, Mick. Whoa there, buddy. Be careful where you point that thing, alright? Roughhousing's one thing, but- I said hands up. I think I might have twisted my ankle, Juno. Can you help me up? Rita, don't go any closer. But why, boss? Yeah, why? This. Your voice. You just did. This whole creepy apartment. It's all wrong, Mercury. It's all... Me finally having my act together is wrong to you. That's not what I said. After all we've been through. That hurts, Jay. That really hurts. What the hell is in your hand, Mercury? What What happened, happened, Juno? Juno? I thought thought we were buddies. buddies. When you jumped at Rita, you had something in your hand. Tell me what it was right now. Mercury! Mr... Steel? It... It all just happened so fast. At the time, I thought it felt like that because I wasn't expecting it. Because I never thought. I, I mean, it never actually seemed possible that he would... First, he jumped clean over the couch. Then he started to run at me. Fast. It was faster than I'd ever seen him or anybody else run, ever. And in his eyes, I swear, in his eyes, I saw absolutely nothing. So I fired. It should have been enough to take him down. 
A stun blast in the shoulder from that close could have taken down anyone. It had taken down goons twice as big as Mick and three times as angry, but he kept running. All it did was push him off balance a bit, just enough for him to miss when he swung at me. It wasn't a punch. It looked like a slap, but there was something small and metal glinting in his palm. I panicked. I I wasn't thinking. He didn't feel like McMercury anymore, just some monster, and that's why I shot him again. And again. Which all went this fast. Mr. Steel? And ended with Mick on the floor, motionless as a doll. No, I noticed... Stiller than a doll. Dead still. And that's when I realized what I'd done. Oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Is... Is Mr. Mercury okay? Get over here, Rita. Please, help me find his pulse. His pulse? It's supposed to be a billion to one chance, Rita, and it gets worse with more stuns, but still, I didn't think it would ever... But I stunned him like three times, Rita, and I can't find his pulse. Rita, goddammit, I can't find Mick's pulse. He's hot. I'm coming, boss. I I can't find his pulse either. I gotta I, I gotta try CPR or something, but but I barely remember. It's been since the academy, and uh, this is a nightmare. A billion to one chance. Oh goddammit, this is a nightmare. I can do CPR, Mister Steele. You just tell me when he's breathing, okay? You know, really? Of course I do. Rita knows a lot of stuff. Just gotta find the right spot in his chest. There, his heartbeat. I can feel his heartbeat again. What? But I ain't even started. Ah! What happened? It's hot, Mr. Steele. He's got something on his chest and it's really, really burning hot. He has... Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Mr. Steele, you can't just rip your friend's shirt without asking unless this is just a thing for you to... Oh, my God, what is that? It looked like a computer chip. It looked like a little computer chip, with metal brackets rooted into Mercury's chest. I could see it had something written on it, but I couldn't make it out. It was so hot, it was burning red, the skin around it was sizzling, blistering, and cracking. And then Mick's hand moved. Just a twitch in the knuckles, but enough that I knew we were almost out of time. Rita, we have to tie Mick up, now. Tie him up, but just a you don't have time for this, Rita. Look at his hand. Computer chips. Like the one on his chest. And he was trying to stick them on us. They say Thea on him, don't they? I'm not sure, boss. I can't. The, the Thea soul is, is now online. Oh. It's too late to tie him up. Hide, Rita. Where? Jay, Rita, you're leaving already. The balcony. Get out of the balcony and we'll see if we can find a fire escape or something. But boss! No time. Stay, Stay there. there. Come on. Uh. Hand me that chair, quickly. Juno, Rita, come on, guys. Really gonna lock me out of my own balcony? I tried to get a read on our surroundings, but it didn't look good. No fire escape, the apartments were big, and that meant the balconies were far apart. Nowhere to go, and even if we managed to get out of here, it's not like we had anywhere to hide. We were trapped here. Trapped in Ramsey's city of the future, and Newtown liked it that way. Come on, I don't think this game is super fun. Why don't you just give it up? Was this really supposed to be O'Flaherty's good? 
I didn't, I didn't know how to make sense of it. I didn't know how to make sense of the fact that the chip that had just turned my best friend into a monster had probably just saved his life, too. Ramses had decided that what we all were missing was a soul, and I didn't know how to make sense of the fact that so far, his plan seemed like it was working. Mr. Steele, what do we do? I... I don't know, Rita. I don't know. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't you just give up? <laughs> give, give up, up control, control to the Thea soul. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Joshua Elon, Kate Jones, and Stefano Purdy. Totally flip-flopped the script on me. One time, a dentist called me trying to set an appointment. And for, like, laser, free laser whitening. I was like, oh, well, hey, I'll trade you appointment for appointment. And the woman said, I don't know if we can do that. And then I said, why don't you put me on the phone with whoever can? And then she um, <laughs> clearly faked putting her manager on the phone. And I said, hello? And then she just kind of got all befuddled and hung up. And... You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Minchowski, Camille Blanton, Garrett M., Atha Lang, Kim Zygen, Jamie Gunter, Fiona Parker, Jay Yanazelli, Co., Cantaloupe, Christine Kim, Reagan, Charlie Spiegel, Karen Z.H., Ota Arcana, Rowan Collins, and Demi for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, and pins your heart desires. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra Podcast. This tale, Juno Steele and the Man of the Future, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele. Matthew Zonzinger as Ramses O'Flaherty. Kate Jones as Rita. Stefano Perdi as Mick Mercury. And Sophie Kaner as the Thea. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. <laughs>